You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, you know it. It's time to focus on our health and fitness. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed because we are live this afternoon on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. And I'm joined right now by the one and the only Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to see you. How are you doing? Oh, I don't think we're able to get the audio. And there I was saying, nope, don't worry, we're going to get the audio. We're going to get the audio, no problem. Well, um, well, maybe we'll just try one more thing. We'll try and get back uh, Nathan. <laughs> You'll be able to see us, no problem. You just won't be able to hear us, which is a problem for radio. Uh, we'll try our best to uh, get the audio back. Uh, meanwhile, uh, head over to Facebook, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. Okay, there oh, we are. That's, that's, that's better. much better, isn't it? <laughs> finally, they say, third time is a charm. So we, we managed to get you on, finally. But without further ado, let's catch up uh, from last week's program because we were talking about fitness trends and we got yeah. through about half of them um, and time is ticking. So let's talk okay. a little bit more about the upcoming trends that we should all know about. Okay, well, let's just recap on last week. Last week we had small group personal training at number one. Uh, sorry, number, number 10. And then we had wearable technology at number nine. We had high-intensity interval training at number seven, uh, number eight, and then personal training at number seven, and then at number six, we had body weight training. Now, we've got the top five today, which is what I'm really excited about because, you know, a lot of these things, I can see why they're becoming trends. Number five is employing registered exercise professionals. And one of the things that I'm getting right now is I'm getting a lot of companies approaching us, and I know that, you know, in, in, the, um, uh, in the fitness industry, a lot of companies approaching you know, uh, uh, registered exercise professionals to be able to give them talks about nutrition and lifestyle and movement, um, doing workouts with their staff, um, you know, uh, providing, um, you know, that expertise in, um, in, in health and wellness and fitness to be able to support them in their companies. And, you know, it's one of those things now that we, you know, we, we, before it was always a, um, you know, it was a, it was, uh, what's the word? It was it was a luxury to have a fitness instructor or a personal trainer or something like that. But now a lot of people are going to a personal trainer and a fitness instructor before they start to exercise because they want to be able to start on the right foot. And you know, and I totally get it. I mean, you, you would go and see a lawyer for legal advice. You would <laughs> yes. see an accountant. Yeah, you'd see an accountant for financial advice and and help with taxes and how to save money, etc. So why wouldn't you see a fitness professional for, um, you know, for, for, for support in health and wellness and fitness uh, and, 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 uh, and uh, nutrition? That's true. So are you seeing a lot of peop- people in this industry sort of booking in and, 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 and meeting with fitness trainers? And are those fitness trainers able to provide a holistic? Because um, it's not just uh, providing exercising tips, but it's also nutrition. It's also lifestyle. Are, are these uh, uh, trainers able to provide a more holistic approach and plan? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. But there's no reason why you can't employ a personal trainer, a, a nutritionist, and a life coach that, you know, would be able to support your, you know, the, the people in your company. There's no reason why you, you, you don't have to just stay with one. I mean, I, I you know, I, I have took, took on, you know, when I first became a PT, I became a personal trainer. I did nothing about nutrition. And then I started studying nutrition and became a nutritionist and, and, a, and a health uh, and a lifestyle coach. But not all of us you know, want to do that. They prefer to sort of go to their niche. Mm. So, 
you know, you're seeing now a lot of people, you know, getting a nutritionist or, or like I said, getting a life coach or, or getting someone that can help them with their health uh, or a personal trainer to be able to support them with their with their exercise component. So it's quite interesting to see that, you know, that is in the, not in the top five now. I think, you know, I don't know if this you could say this is from, from now or it's been happening for quite a few years, but, you know, our industry is now considered... Um, you know, a, um, uh, an, a, a uh, you know, an, an employment choice. You know, people are taking this on as a lifetime commitment to uh, being a, a fitness professional, which is great to see. Yeah, exactly. It's good. It's good that people are more aware as well, because I think rewind a couple of decades ago, they're not the priority isn't in, in, in this area. It's probably about, you know, making a living. But nowadays, people are saying, Nope, we got to pay attention to our own health as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Back in the day, you know, it was all, you know, uh, personal trainers were just bodybuilders, you know, bodybuilders and, <laughs> yeah. and um, ropes instructors. It was a job before you got a real job. <laughs> Is that what they say? Wow. Nowadays. Yeah, they wow. But the finding bankers even wanted to become, you know, fitness professionals and, 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 you know, and people that have, you know, didn't like being a lawyer and decided and really love fitness and now they've gone into the, you know, the health and fitness space. Um, but to be granted, you know, it, it, is, it is difficult, especially if you are not skilled in business. I think, uh, you know, one thing that I would recommend for most exercise professionals is to make sure that they do have a good grounding in business before they start getting into this field. Yeah, exactly. To have some sort of, an, uh, to have knowledge beforehand. Yeah, for sure. Now, number four is group exercise training. And, you know, over this period, a lot of group exercise has been taken outdoors. You know, it's been a bit of a resurgence with the boot camps uh, and the, in, in the outdoor circuits, and you, you know, and in Hong Kong, even though the, you know when the last shutdown happened, we were starting to see a lot of people wanting to do outdoor things, wanting to do things in groups, and you know, it's it's really more accessible, it gives people more accessibility to to you know fitness professionals because it'll be cheaper, and. Um, and you can, you know, and, and as a trainer, you can touch more people. You know, you, you don't have to be one-on-one with someone, which, you know, is, is only limited to one person. But if you do it in a, in a, in a group exercise uh, uh, environment, then you can have, well, you could have 50 to 100 people in your class if that's what you choose. And I'm also finding with aerobics, aerobics classes, uh, group exercise classes, it's really also built around the community too. People don't want to be alone. People want to train with other like-minded people. And, you know, a lot of these people in these groups get together, socialize outside the class as well. So they, I was going to say, so they are existing friends or a lot of times they were probably, they probably got to know each other in the gym and they've just formed a great friendship and they choose to train together anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You you could have friends doing it together, which is which is great, and you can also make some new friends. You know, the you know the the one thing that I I you know that I've I've noticed is that when people um, within this group um, stay together, then they you know they 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 show up. They're more consistent. Um, you know, they 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 don't fall off as much. Uh, as you know, as people who are not necessarily you know in a community type setting, and it's really good. And the and the and the, um, the evolution of social media, you know, like Facebook groups, 
um, WhatsApp groups allows us to be able to keep tapping into these people, especially wherever they are. And I think, you know, over the last two years, a lot of people have, you know, experienced loneliness and, and, and suffered mental health because they haven't been able to get this sort of community. And it's, it's really refreshing to see that, you know, group exercises like in the top, uh, you know, in, in the top four because, it's a, it's a great way of building community. My mother does it. My mother takes her, you know, her her uh, sister along to this group exercise class, and she's like in her 80s. And it, I, I believe that's a big part of why people, you know, stay live longer because they're happier. They're they're being social. They're not feeling lonely. That's so sweet. Exactly. And and like you said, I think the older we get, I think that feeling of loneliness gets to us more because maybe we aren't as mobile, we're not traveling as much. So the people we have around us, it's nice to be able to do other activities like fitness activities with them as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and number three is fitness programs for older people. Now, how old? Oh, look, it's, I, I think you can get, I mean, my mother's, my mother's turning 75, my dad's 80. She does aerobic exercise sitting on a chair. Wow. So there's no reason why you can't keep exercising, right? As long as you, as long as you've got Want your to arms, move. your legs sort of <laughs> moving, you can do it. I was actually watching a, um, a YouTube clip the other day of a lady who was doing some, um, you know, uh, YouTube videos, exercise videos for, for, for elderly. And it was just interesting to see that, you know, you don't have to create too much movement to get that heart rate up, to get that moving. And, you know, our body is supposed to move. You know, we do have two, two legs, two arms, a brain that allows us to move, you know, uh, all of our parts of our body or most of the parts of their body and to create these fitness programs for older people is a great way to be able to keep them in the community because the thing is, is like, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. That's true. Like your like your muscles, right? If you don't use it, then it starts to uh, atrophy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the links to, from your brain to your muscles also start to atrophy as well. So, you know, if you don't use it, then your body starts to break down those nerves and you can't use it anymore. And I think we spoke last week, I can't remember when we spoke last week about, you know, the connection between your brain, the nerves to the muscles and the brain to the nerves to the organs. Yeah, I think so. Very briefly. Yeah. So, so if you move your chest muscles, for example, it stimulates the nerves to your heart, Right. And if you can if you can move those muscles on a regular basis, it, it it sends signals to the heart to be able to keep functioning. And even though it's an involuntary muscle, it keeps it. You know, it, when you're when you're being active, it starts to strengthen your organs too. So it's really important. It also is responsible for digestion. Uh, so moving, you know, your your lower limbs and and your um your your lower part of your back also stimulates your, um, you know, your colon and your bladder and your, um, uh, and allows you to be able to poop. So, you know, getting people to move, especially when they're older, is critical to be able to keep them going and keep them alive and keep them healthy. Exactly. And, and also moving after you eat as well, not just sitting down after a big meal. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really important. It's one thing that I got the other day just with my daughter. She ate and then she went and started watching YouTube, sitting on a sitting on a bed like rolled over <laughs> like 15, 20, 
later. And We're I'm, all I, guilty. I, this is embarrassing to say, but she came out and she said she had a sore tummy. And oh, so we started, yeah. we just went for a small walk. And when we went for a small walk, guess what? The tummy thing went down. Yeah, totally. So really important. Really important. Now, number two, I don't know how much time I've got because I feel like we've just only, we've only just started, but I'm just going to go into the number two, uh, number two, and then we'll go to number one. The number two is strength training with free weights. Free weights? Yeah. You know, just the old traditional bodybuilding. You know, you're in a gym and you, you're, you've the got dumbbells, dumbbells yep. and kettlebells and, and, and everything else in between. That is number two. And I can see why, because we're starting to realize that free weights, strength training, is the elixir of really elongating our lives or slowing down the, the, the aging process. Why? Because when you build muscle, it reverses your uh, it, it it when you build muscle you you burn more body fat when you build um, when you lift with free weights it stimulates all of the stabilizers in each joint so it keeps the joints really healthy too and the other thing is is like you're not stuck on a machine which you sort of have to conform to the machine with free weights you conform to your body and how your body moves and, you know, one of the things that I have with clients is like, you know, they'll, they'll do a bench press, for example. And, you know, and I'll go, okay, well, now you're doing a bench, bench press and you feel pain. But if you change the angle of what they're doing, and, and just imagine bench pressing is a push. So any types of pushing motion will stimulate, you know, the muscles through your, you know, chest and through your shoulders and through your, 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 your triceps. But just by changing the angle can be the difference between pain and no pain. And so training with free weights is the ability to be able to train the body through the range of motion that it's capable of so that way you can still build muscle instead of be so scared of doing some sort of movement because in the past you've experienced pain. Mm, that makes sense. Okay, free weights is the way forward then. Absolutely. It also, it also keeps your independence for longer too because, you know, when you sit down, when you, um, you, know, when you pick something up, when you lunge, lunge, I here's the other thing with lunge, lunge actually prevents you from falling over. Oh, because you've got that balance, you know, the legs are split and you've got that sort of motion of um, going forward, but then you've got your leg sort of stopping you from toppling over. Correct. Oh. So it's really important to work on a lunge. So all of you people out there who hate lunges, <laughs> well, get to like them because, you know, they're really beneficial to be able to support those people. You know, you know, what, what's the biggest, what's the biggest joint? What's the biggest bone that most people break when they're old? Oh yeah. The, the hip bone and also the thigh bone, as I told you about my grandma. Well, we should start a campaign lunge for longevity. Ooh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah, so that's really, that they're really good. So, um, and the final one, Wait for it. Functional fitness. That's your thing. <laughs> I swear, I didn't put that in there by myself. I, I actually, I when I saw it, I was like, yes, people are starting to realize what, you know, just realize to work on functional fitness. Now, here's the thing, though. What is functional fitness? And functional fitness is all the patterns that you need to learn to be able to keep the quality of life that you want. So if you're, if, you're, um, if you're an elite sportsman, of course, you've got to do all sorts of stuff, right? 
But if you're a 50 year old mum, you know, who has, you know, who has a, a, a young, you know, a, a young kid and, and, and a few teenagers, you know, you don't need to be an elite sportsman to be up there. However, if you're lifting, you know, heavy desks or chairs or, or doing, you know, or, 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 I don't know, carrying bags or, or getting in and out of cars a lot, then you really need to work on the patterns that they um, they require you to, to do. I, I met a guy once who had a, you know, and he had a Ferrari and he used to put his back out all the time because it was so low for him to get into. Oh. He needed to work on functional fitness. So the functional fitness, like I said before, it's all the movements that you need to do to keep you in a state that is, um, that has, that keeps you in the quality of life or improves the quality of life that you're in. So the patterns that you need to learn is a squat, a lunge, a bend, which is a deadlift, a push, like a push-up or, or, or a bench press, a pull, a twist, and a gait. So they're the seven things you want to work on. Sorry, gait is like when you crawl, walk, jog, run, sprint. You don't okay. have to sprint if you're not a sprinter. But, you know, if you need to go and catch a bus, well, then maybe you need to jog a little bit. So, you know, they're the seven things that you need to work on. Ah, okay. Okay. I feel like we need to have, like, a, a, a bigger topic to talk about functional fitness. I know we, we've, we've talked about it in the past, but we've, I don't think we've dedicated a program to talk about those seven pillars in particular. You did mention seven, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe... Yes. Sorry, there's the six pillars of health, and then there's the seven, seven primal patterns. Oh, yeah, sorry. And yeah. those seven primal patterns, I'll just repeat them again, is a, is a squat, a lunge, a bend, push, pull, twist, and a gait. And, you know, like gait is that walking, walking, jogging, running, sprinting. And they're the, they're the seven things that we need to do. If you, if you can't do one of those things, then you'll probably get a back injury or something injury at some point, right? Because we need to be able to do all of these things to be able to function in life. You know, when we sit down, we squat. You know, when we bend down, we, when we pick something up, we bend. You know, when we twist, we're sitting at our desk. And, you know, when every time you turn around, you twist. And so it's really, really important to be able to incorporate those seven things because these are the things that will keep pain away. That's so important. Uh, yeah, and uh, when you mentioned the twist just now, I was thinking, twist? When do we need to twist? But it's true. We twist, even I'm twisting right now when I'm sitting in the studio chair just to sort of twist around to pick up something from my bag or, 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 or whatever. Yeah. And you, you know another time when you twist? Uh, no. When you walk. Do, do we twist? When Every we... time oh, you yeah. walk, notice your pelvis will rock from side to side and twist forward and back when you walk behind someone just notice the twist of their pelvis every time they take a step so it's it's so important to twist i just thought they had swag that's why they were twisting but (laughs) i guess it's it's a yeah you're right it is a natural kind of thing yeah it is a thing and and here's the other thing every joint twists yes every joint so you know it's really really important to to keep our functional fitness i'm so glad that it's topped at number one 
But like I said, you know, functional fitness, it, it, it has been bastardized a little bit because, you know, functional fitness has to be all these funky donkey, you know, little uh, twist and a lunge and a, and, a, and a lunge and a pull and all these sort of things. You don't have to, mm. right? You can just break it down into those seven patterns. And once you learn each of those seven patterns, then you can do all the, the, the freaky deaky stuff that you see on YouTube and you see on Instagram and stuff like that. But master the basics first. And that's the primal standard, the seven primal patterns. Excellent. Well, Nathan, perfect timing. We'll have to revisit this functional fitness, which tops at number one uh, fitness trend uh, of 2022. Uh, Meanwhile, thank you so much, uh, Nathan, and we'll catch up with you next week uh, once again. Thank you so much, Nathan Solier. My pleasure. Bye for now. Chat to you next week. Bye.